Welcome back to Down for the Count. I am your girl, Tiffany E, and I have my co-host, Nicole. Alexis is sick, so she couldn't be with us today, but we have a special guest um, with us today, and we have a wrestler by the name of Gemma. Say hi, Gemma. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so we decided to have a special episode today for you guys, and we wanted to interview somebody who's in the business. And we already have Miss Tirza Lynn, so we decided to go for another wrestler, and we went for Miss Jim. So, Nicole, you want to go first with your questions? Yeah, so, Gemma, hopefully quarantine, obviously this isn't the most ideal situation for anyone in the industry. So, I'm hoping you're doing well during this and be able to stay positive, you know, sharpen the iron a little bit. Obviously, it sucks, especially with us having to miss out on Mania Week and all of that. I'm a little salty because I was supposed to be in Tampa, so um, I'm just hoping that you're doing okay during that. But, so my first question that I have for you, so where did you start, when did you start training, and what training or facility did you have, or coaches, rather, that helped you along the way? Absolutely. So thanks for having me um, to answer your uh, opening statement. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I'm actually in New Jersey, so I'm in like one of the worst spots for that. But it's surprising to see how many people are still out and about uh, on a daily basis. Um, I've been driving around just to get some fresh air, you know, listen to music, just to kind of get out of the house, you know, in a safe way. And I, I just see people like, all the stores are always mobbed. I mean, the shelves are always empty. It's pretty crazy to see this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm holding up okay. I'm trying to at least go for walks or do something to at least, you know, get my mind off of everything that's been going on. Um, but to answer your second question, yes, I've uh, I started training in 2014, and I um, was training at Creative Pro New Jersey, aka Wrestle Pro. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but um, my trainers yes. were Pat Buck, um, Dan Moff, and Mario Bacara. So I learned under their wing for a while. And then I, um, since I've been living in South Jersey, I transitioned to other facilities such as um, I've trained at the Ring of Honor Dojo in Bristol. And I've, I've been training at H2O Academy with Preacher, uh, which is Matt Tremont's school. So um, I've been, you know, at this for a while and, you know, I like to learn, you know, under many people's uh, wings because there's so much you can learn from each individual person. So it's always refreshing and cool to see how other people do things, you know? Yeah. That's That's awesome. Yes. Especially the Ring of Honor dojo. How was that like? Um, so I've only been there a few times, but they're really cool. Um, they're very positive. They, uh, give a lot of good feedback with everything. And, um, uh, it's just cool to see everyone who goes there. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy their, their training. Um, they're, they're definitely, um, world-class training facility. And I recommend anyone who wants to be a wrestler to definitely check them out because, just the environment that they have there, it's it just so uplifting, and it makes you feel good. So um, I would definitely recommend anyone who wanted to go train. I mean, everywhere I've been at that I've been training at, I've nothing but good vibes. Uh, everyone's phenomenal, and everyone <laughs> has their own 
I mean, like, so Ring of Honor has, like, you know, uh, Cheeseburger and Sumi Sakai are the, the trainers. So they have different experiences as where I was at in WrestlePro. And there's a lot of phenomenal people who go there, um, as where is H2O Academy, where there's other people who has who's have um, phenomenal experience. And it, it's just really cool to learn under each individual person, you know? That is amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, I just want to know what, what made you want to become a wrestler? Like, how did you get to the point where you were like, okay, this is something I want to do? Yeah, so um, wrestling was one of my first loves, in a way. Um, growing up in, um, you know, this little poor girl from New Jersey, um, didn't really have much, but wrestling was always there for me. So I've always had this uh, love for it that I don't think I've had for many other things. So when it came to me uh, graduating high school and thinking about my future, as many do, I didn't really have any other, you know, like I didn't have any aspirations to be something like a doctor or um, a teacher or anything like that. Not taking it away from those people who do, but that's just something that didn't feel like it was like in my nature to do. Um, so I decided that I wanted to learn about fitness and health and um, kind of figure out where I can start training because when you know when, when you don't know, you don't know anything. Like you don't know where training is. It's just so sacred. So it was really hard to figure out at first, but I kind of just networked along the way and. I found my way to um, Creative Pro New Jersey, which back then was actually uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but that's who they were at when I first started um, networking with everyone. And then they transitioned to Creative Pro. But yeah, it, it's um, it was kind of a journey in its own way. Um, also having you know no money and kind of working on the weekends and just trying to get by in life it was rough you know I, I was on my own at that time so everything was just rough but it was all a journey on its own and I just feel accomplished in the fact that I got to got to where I was at that time so yeah that's pretty much how it uh began for me that's awesome <laughs> yes and honestly, I commend you for even for even going through with it. And that's honestly been like one of, especially since I've been um, getting more into like the networking part of wrestling. And I actually went to wrestling school to get my train as a referee. And I was in there and I was like, man, I really wish I would have just like done this when I was younger. Because I was like, I'm a little too old now. It's like my body is not where it would be for me to put myself through that since at my school, he made us take bump. Like the first couple of weeks is like training as the actual wrestler. So you know what they go through. And obviously as a ref, you're going to take a bump here or there anyways. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, I was like, my, I was like, my, I was like, I was hurting bad. <laughs> so honestly, <laughs> like that's, that's brave of you to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to go through with this. So I commend you for doing mm-hmm. that. Thank and you. then stick it out, like, after, you know, you were having it a little rough. Because, I mean, even though, you know, it's it's your dream, it's what you want sometimes, it can be a little discouraging. But you push forward and you push through. So 
I got my respect for that. Thank you. Um, it definitely wasn't easy. I mean, I cannot tell you how rough it was for me. Um, as because uh, I I graduated when I was nineteen. Um, long story short, my mom put me in school late. And that's the real story. So I was already older at that time, and um, I really had nothing. Like literally, I was living on my own in North Jersey. Um, I was working on the weekends with a kind of crappy job, even though those people were always there for me. Um, you know, it, it was very, really, really hard because I wanted to train, but I didn't have like the funds. I didn't have, um, you know, I just didn't have it the way other people did. So it was really kind of hard for me to even begin to train. So I actually didn't start training until I was 21 because it took me that long to kind of get my life together. You know, um, it was pretty rough, but I'm I'm proud of the fact that I actually set out to do something and done it. So thank you for, um, you know, seeing that. No problem. So I have another question. So, well, we have quite a few questions. I don't even know why I said that. Um, so this might seem <laughs> a little weird, but it's like I know I notice very me as a person who watches wrestling consume it I notice like very dumb and weird things that I feel like are kind of weird and dumb but I feel like kind of sometimes it could be some important so when I was watching going through your matches I was looking to see that your name was used to be Gemma Cross yeah and now is Gemma um, Juliana do you have any reasoning behind the name change at all or was it just like I just don't like this anymore I'm just gonna kind of change it that's that's a very valid question um so yeah i started out as Gemma cross um back then when i first started i figured it would be marketed better than i planned not saying that um i mean it's just a name but in a sense like i feel like a lot of people have that name or go with that you know cross but I, i i envision it differently when i first started so um you know, recently I decided to change it. And um, when I, I did lingerie fighting championship, which is like an MMA show in Vegas that you kind of fight in your lingerie or not kind of you do. Um, so I decided to experiment there where I would change my name to Gemma Juliana. And uh, I liked it. And I felt like I can actually do more with that and kind of be more original to myself especially coming from a Latina Italian um, background. um, I felt it would be more fitting for me and I can, like I said, do more with that. So that's kind of the reason. And I decided to go with it uh, after a while Uh, after uh, I had a few more matches after that, that show, which was um, it was last July. It was legit the day after the 4th of July. So um, yeah, I, I slowly began to brainstorm a way to kind of get me away from the Gemma Cross name and go from that to Gemma Juliana. And, uh, that's pretty much the main, uh, you know, the main motivation to change it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And obviously like, I assume like, and I can understand that with the name Cross because there's quite a few people who have it. But then I feel like they're kind of different enough that it kind of separates them. So that's understandable. And like my actual last name is so overly common. And I know if if I ever did rest, I would just pick like some random, like get the most random name possible because I'm so sick of having like such common name. 
So I completely um, understand that. Sorry, I'm pouring wine. If you guys can hear that, it's just me pouring wine right now. Oh, Try no, to you're my glass a little bit. <laughs> it's like spilling all over the floor. Like it's nuts. All right. Well, that's that. Well, anyways, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um. Okay. So, what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who's just starting out? One piece of advice I would give to someone would be to when when you're first starting out, always listen. You know, um, you don't want to um talk back or have an opinion much because the people who are you know teaching you and kind of leading the way for you have the experience where they know. Um, but if something doesn't feel right for you, there's always other options to check out or see. It's like, it's like going to a doctor for a second opinion, you know? Um, so, but, but always listen, you know, you, you don't want to have that, that, that reputation of just being like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like lippy, like, like, you know, you, you have a lot of like lip, um, you don't want to talk too much about, you know, you you don't want to form too much of an opinion too early, but. Definitely listen and um, follow, you know, your true self. Don't don't be something that you're not because it'll definitely show. So stay true to yourself and just listen. And uh, you'll see along the way that you'll make mistakes and um, you'll fail at times, but just keep on going. I, can say that. I think that's pretty solid advice, obviously. And I do, and obviously like stories, you know, back in the day, you always hear about wrestlers, especially old school wrestlers, is about respecting, respecting everyone, and also respecting those who are trying to teach you and have you perfect your craft in a way. Right. Yeah. It's all about respect. You know that that's the name of the game. So if people deem you as disrespectful, then um, it's definitely not going to be in your favor. So definitely listen and respect you know, the others around you. All right. No doubt. So, um, and also there's something else I want to know. So what has been your most challenging, um, what has been the most challenging person that you face in a ring so far? Um, I don't really have an answer because in each way there's different challenges to each opponent. Like, some you have more experience than others, so you have to kind of lead the way for those people where, you know, if, if there's others who have more experience than you, that's also a challenge when you're the underdog in that match. Um, so I really don't have an answer for that. There's just different challenges depending on who you're wrestling and um, the circumstances. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I really don't have an answer because I've, I've had many efforts where – um, things went wrong and I wrestled people who, you know, had more experience, but things didn't go right. So, I mean, there, there's, there's a whole range of things that could go wrong and could go right. I, I don't really have an answer. I can see that everyone, um, especially starting us, like everyone obviously has their own challenges and things that you have to work with, but then you obviously like learn, learn and grow and experience and then use that for like the next bout that you have. So I do understand that. Like every everything does has that their challenges. Right. I mean, sometimes you can click with someone who's not as experienced. You guys can click better than those who have experience, and people could think, "Hey, those two can have a great match," but it just doesn't work out. I mean, 
it happens and it doesn't even mean that it doesn't mean anything it just means that maybe you guys don't click the way that people think you would and it it happens i mean it happens all the time that's true we see and that play out on tv all the time we watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we see it all the time and it's very very true um so our friend Alexis had a couple of questions and we wanted to make sure we got her questions in and one of her questions was what was your worst interaction at a show whether it was with a fan or another wrestler she wanted to know what was the worst interaction you had at a show oh worst interaction at a show um i would have to think about that so let me see i mean it's always awkward when like a fan wants to go to shake your hand and then you put your hand out to shake it like oh thanks for coming or whatever and then like they go to kiss it like your hand it's like no, you're not my Prince Charming. Stop. Like, what are you doing? You know? And, and like, not even to be a bitch, but, like, it, it, that was weird, you know? Like, that happened. And, you know, sometimes you'll get, like, like weird people who, like, kind of, like, get too personal in a picture. Like, they'll, like, hug you, too, like, or, or just stuff like that. Like, I don't like that. Um, Like, have some respect for others. You know, like, I would never go grabbing someone or, you know, just being, you know, like, invading their personal space. Like, to me, I don't like that. Um, I've never really had many bad interactions. I mean, I've, I've gotten hurt in a match, which was so stupid against a guy. Um, and, um, I'm still feeling the pain to this day, but I mean, shit like that happens when you go in a match, but you, you kind of expect to be taken care of, especially the, the size and, and, and strength difference, you know? Um, so that was something that kind of sucked, but, you know, I, I signed up for this, so, you know, shit happens, but it just sucks when it does happen. I understand that. But I do also agree with the space evading and the inappropriate touching. That That's creepy. And the, the hand kissing, I don't understand that. If you put it out a certain way, you should, mm -hmm. you should be able to get your hand shook. I don't understand why you would turn my hand over to kiss it. That, that's just weird. Like, I don't know what they're accomplishing with doing that, you know? Um, even, like, in, in your DMs, like, I'll get, like, weird messages. Like, even someone just saying, like, hey, like, trying to start a conversation. And, like, not even trying to be mean, but, like, like, do you think I'm going to sit here and, like, talk? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what some of these people think. I, I really don't. So this, and also I have another one of Alexis's question. This was actually really good, and I'm upset I didn't come with it. So post so post quarantine, what is um any dream matches or opponents that you want to face? Um, so I never really sat down to make a list because um so I've I've had a bunch of um booking opportunities that unfortunately were canceled, which I would have worked with people who I wanted to work with. So I, I really don't want to spoil and give anything away with that whole thing. Um but I mean, I just want to work with a lot of people. Uh, I, I want to just, I just want to get out there and kill it. You know, uh, I want to go to out, I want to go out to States, um, you know, the Midwest, South, the uh, West coast, um, you know, Chicago area, anywhere. I, I just want to go out and, and show people that, you know, I can go out there and kill it with anyone. So, um, I mean, at this point, you know, we're, we're stuck in quarantine. Like, I, I just want to work, you know? It doesn't really matter who. I just want to go out there and kill it. 
I can feel that. Yeah. Also, I wanted to mention, well, I watched, I like spammed like my brain with uh, quite a few of your matches and one I saw with um, Chris Statlander because she's becoming one of my favorites on AEW and I thought that match was fantastic. So honestly, kudos to both of you. And then also um, your, and then also I saw your um, intergender championship match with Grimm and I just thought it was just like fun. It was just like hilarious. I think that was the first one I watched of yours actually. Wow. Yeah, so I was just like, just like the differences between both of those, I just thought was also amazing because um, you want to have versati- um, versatility, especially as a wrestler nowadays, because there's just, I feel like the market is so huge now. And it's so hard, and I feel like it's a little bit hard. It's hard, a little bit harder nowadays to like set yourself set yourself apart, which I feel like you're in the process of doing that very well. Thank you. Yeah, um, my match with Chris was awesome. Um, I I love that match a lot. Um, I knew she can go out there and kill it, so I was like, finally, I have someone I can like go out there because pretty much so she trained in the new york school with with kurt hawkins and pat buck and i trained in the new jersey school so it was kind of like new jersey versus new york creative pro but not really because i wasn't (laughs) there i wasn't there by the time she was there like like getting on shows and all that but um yeah that that match was definitely one of my favorite matches we we definitely killed it um i felt that deep in my heart and during the match like it just felt awesome so thank you for that. And my match with Grimm, yeah. So Grimm's toy show is fun. Um, you can go out there and have fun. Like not everything has to be so serious. Um, I like to have fun. I, I like you said, arrange. Um, I know where I'm at with different crowds and, and what different things are supposed to be. Like for Grimm's toy show, it's fun. It's not. Um, I'm not gonna have like a 20 minute killer, you know, with Kristen there. But you know, I'm having fun, and that's what I like you know that's why I'm, I agree to do it and it's fun and I'm all about that but as a, a pro wrestler who's out in the you know independent circuit yeah I can also have those matches of, like with Kristen or anyone else so I I like to have that range where you know I have a personality and I can show it in all different ways so that's what I'm gonna do and I've done that so yeah thank you for acknowledging that I, I really appreciate that Oh, it's no problem. That's literally, especially now since I don't have a job right now, I figured I'd make consuming wrestling 24-7 my full-time job because I want that to be my full-time job eventually anyways. So, I mean, that's awesome, um, but that's really good, actually. So kudos to that. Yeah, but also, um, you know, Tiff, anything else you want to add before we give her the floor. I just wanted to ask, like, I know that your career is far from over, and I did watch your match with Chris Statlander. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I watched it twice because I liked the match. I thought it was fun, and it kept it just kept me entertained, and that's all I asked for when it comes to rec- wrestling. And I wanted to know what your most defining moment where you was for your career as of right now. Wow, thank you for that. Um, that that really makes me happy because 
that's what I aim to do. Um, I, I, so when I'm a heel, I'm like my own, like, like I'm just a different animal. Um, you see more of like who I can be. And so that match, like, like I said, was just awesome. So thank you for that. Um, so my, my most defining moment in my career, like, uh, honestly, I, I really don't have, like, I'm not very satisfied with my career as of now. Um, I, I, I know I can do more. So I'm waiting for that defining moment right and say, hey, that was my moment. Um, I do think my, my reign as the Lafem champion for Phoenix Pro slash Eclipse was definitely a, a great moment for me. Um, I, I was champion for uh, over a year, so that was quite the accomplishment, you know. Um, and awesome. I wrestled people such as, thank you, and I wrestled people such as Chris Statlander there, so um, that was definitely a fun time. Um, but I, I'm not done yet. I'm far from over, and I'm just looking for that moment where I can say, yeah, man, that was my moment. Like, that was what I aimed to do. But I, I don't feel like I've done that yet, so I'm just waiting for it right now. I and like I feel like that's also well, key. Hungry. Yes, I. Yeah, yes. she's still, never, she's still hungry never be and still fighting, and that's awesome. Because I personally would not mind seeing you in like AEW or in WWE, WWE especially because I, it's my that's the first wrestling promotion I ever saw. That's what how I got into wrestling as a kid. Nicole was Absolutely. more, her she was more of a, a grit. You know, she was at like blood sport shit before she came. Yeah. And I'm just like my first we all had different experiences with wrestling and she she was she was watching the hardcore stuff. But yeah, I am not first... seeing you in WWE. Yeah, she she at... can't. We're slowly me and Alexis are slowly easing to her. But um yeah, long story short, um one of my mother's um, best friends in the world, her um, husband was like a local professional wrestler. And she, and they like invited my mom to one of his shows. And I was like, sure, okay, I'll take my daughter. And, you know, not thinking anything about it. And she takes me there, shows up, and it turns out it's like, it's a death match show. Wow. <laughs> she's just she's just like lose she's like losing her mind and she was trying to go but I was like in love with it so I stayed I have like a cookie sheet that he smacked someone in the head with like still to this day what's at my parents house like back in Cleveland and I'm upset but I was hooked then and then I got into WCW and stuff but that's like kind of where my heart lies with like mostly like indie promotions of course I like I love WWE even every I feel like everyone does we all have our problems with it but yeah I think it'd be awesome to see you and um even um NWA once they start um getting rolling again and I know yeah. um Court's been slowly um trying to build up the women's division as well at MLW which I love MLW <laughs> I love it it's very different from what I'm used to when it comes to wrestling because WWE is very pageantry. So um, I'm like, I they got me into watching other promotions. So I was like, okay, I'll just watch MLW. I watch MLW basically every week. And I've been like, when are they going to get a women's division? I would love to see the women's division here. But they, 
Nicole says that they're slowly bringing that about. And if you can get in there, I would not mind watching you there. But until then, we'll just have to rewatch the matches on YouTube or wherever we can <laughs> catch them. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like every individual promotion that's um, on the bigger scale of, of, of wrestling, um, they have their own special perks. I mean, NWA has um, a lot of great talent on there, and I think their storylines are running pretty well for the you know the woman they have on there. So I enjoy them. And MLW, I mean, if they're building their women's division, I mean, hey, I'm here, you know. Um, I would not mind joining them as where is Impact. I mean, they have a lot of awesome people there too. And WWE, I mean, it really all depends. Um, I, I'm open for anything. I mean, as long as where I can fit in and where my where you know where my value would be the best at, that's where I want to be. So I would give my all to any one of those promotions, but it has to work in my favor too. So I mean, I know WWE they have like the best you know from all over the world. Um, so, you know, they're already doing their thing and they have, um, NXT and, and, the, you know, Raw and SmackDown, whereas like NWA, like, I feel like there's so much I can do there if I was a part of them, as well as MLW, where they're still trying to establish their, their women's roster, which I would not mind being one of another roster member to help boost their women's division, because come on, I mean, I, that's what I'm about, like, that's what I did with Phoenix Pro with, with my match with Chris and all that. That was farther on in my my title reign. But, I mean, my goal was to, back then, was to get that women's division to be on notice and, and for people to actually give a shit about it. Because, I mean, if I'm not doing that, then what am I doing, you know? Um, Impact Wrestling, I mean, they have a phenomenal women's division also. So I would not mind being somewhere in the fold there. So it, it really all depends, but I, I'm open for whatever right now. That's amazing. And obviously with that, we're going to keep, keep track of your career and follow you and obviously like keep in contact with you and um, any, any promotion that, you know, we could kind of help you along the way. And obviously if you stumble yourself at, an indie show in Ohio, I will definitely be there. But, um, I, I, I definitely yeah, want but, to wrestle in Ohio. I haven't done that yet, but that's like one of my goals right now for this year. If, if, if you know, things can, you know, this whole coronavirus thing could just end, um, but it won't because it's now like a crazy thing in this world. Um, but I would love to be in Ohio for sure. Especially, and we have so many, like, we have a lot of pretty um, good promotions. Like, we have um, AIW, which is has been the stomping ground for, like, we've, like, so many people have come come through there, like, um, El Generico, um, Johnny Gargano, um, Cesaro, um, Britt Baker, like, so, um, Candice LeRae, like, so many people have come through that system. And also, we have um, Pro Wrestling Revolver, which is Sammy Callahan's. Um, promotion, which is, I feel like, doesn't get the shine in it does because it's amazing. And then we also have a pretty good promotion that um, that's about to hopefully, if things kind of calm down within a decent amount of time, start um, start correctly, which is Ruthless Pro. And just like the people behind it are really awesome. So hopefully <laughs> everything gets settled, you can 
make your way down here eventually. Oh my god, I would love that. Um, I know A A A I W right. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they produce so many talents over the years. I mean, I I, I follow them on social media, so that that's one of actually my goals of uh, of promotions to work for. So hopefully, I can get the opportunity. If if it's not this year because of this, what, the world sucks right now because of everything. Um, and it just makes me sad that everything is going on the way it is, but. Um, once things get back rolling to normal, um, hopefully whatever the, the new normal will be, um, I would love to work for them because that's that's been one of my goals for a long time. So uh, I feel like I can do it, and hopefully we can get that to work. And as of, like the other promotions out there, I mean, it sounds amazing, and I would love to work for them too. So I mean, hey, you know, you never know what what life will take me. So let, let's yeah. hopefully get back to it soon. Let's hope for that. <laughs> All right. So, um, um, obviously we're c- kind of closing up right now. So is there any, anything that you might be like working on creative wise that you want to plug? Um, obviously like plug all your socials or, um, anywhere that your merch is, um, selling at the moment as well. So we can kind of get that out there. Yeah. So, um, I'm not really working on anything right now um, besides merch. Um, I do have 8x10s for sale. So if anyone has interest in that, they can always send me an email. Um, so my social media. So Instagram is at the Gemma Juliana. Twitter is at Gemma Juliana. I have a Facebook fan page, uh, Gemma Juliana. You can follow that. Um, I, I've, I've been uh, doing lives lately due to the epidemic, um, trying to stay connected with my fans since I can't see them in person. Um, but if anyone has interest in my my 8x10s for sale, I, I have them posted on my social medias. They can always send me a DM or email me, which is on there. So um, please go for it. Please support your, your favorite independent talent at this time because times are rough. Um, and uh yeah that's pretty much it besides drinking some um cabernet that's pretty much my uh, my flow right now so <laughs> here's to that <laughs> i'm a wine girl yes if alexa's here she touched you with a beer because that's that's her thing so here's to that yeah cheers alexa <laughs> hopefully we can talk next time yeah yes I know she's super bummed that she's missing out on this. So yeah. well, we'll have to talk next time because next I mean we have to have the whole, the whole gang here. You know, we we have to have the whole gang to talk. So next time, <laughs> when I'm back, when when she's better, we definitely gotta talk again. Sure, I'm down for that. Same. I'm always down for a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always down for a good time. So let's do it. Thank you so much for answering our questions and just um, chatting with us for a little while. We truly, truly appreciate it. Um, our podcast is small, but it's growing. So this could be a big help, and we could at least try to help you get out there to some of the people that we know. And it would be great if our podcast could get out there. So we just really, really appreciate you for coming in and answering our questions. And I'm just glad that I got to hear about your career and how much you dedicated yourself to it, how you're sticking with it, and you're very optimistic and you just have a really cool attitude. So I'm excited to see where you go from here. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it because, you know, right now is a good time to talk to everyone and kind of get out there and help everyone. I mean, you guys, you know, you guys need help. You know, I want to talk. So we're all doing this together. We're all in this whole epidemic together. So why not help each other while we can? I mean, hey, I'm here. We can talk again for sure. And um, yeah, th thanks again for having me. This has been awesome. I really appreciate it. No, no problem. Thank you so much again. Like to just to piggyback a little bit of what Tev said. Like we're a smaller podcast, but we're um slow. We're slowly climbing our our way up there, and we really do appreciate you taking the time. Even though everyone kind of does have all the time in the world, but we do appreciate you taking the time to um chat with us. Hey, the pleasure is mine. I mean, thanks again, and um, I really hope we can talk and have the whole gang here next time. <laughs> All right. Well, um, again, so we're going to let you go for the evening. Um, enjoy the rest of your glass or bottle. Um, I don't judge because I kill a bottle of wine when I drink wine. Sounds good. Looking forward to that. Thank you so much. And I really enjoy All this right. podcast. And hey, girls, pinkies up, okay? No matter what you're drinking, just pinkies up. So, guys, that is it for our interview with Miss Jimmy Juliana. We just want to say thank you once again for being a part of our show. We really, truly appreciated it. And Miss Jimmy Juliana is on social media, as you heard. She has a Instagram, which is at the Jimmy Juliana. She also has a Twitter, which is at Jimmy Juliana. And she has her Facebook, which is basically facebook.com forward slash Jimmy Juliana. So, if you just type in Jimmy Juliana in Facebook, you can find her. She does lives regularly, um, as you heard earlier, and she also has 8x10s for sale. And if you stay up with Jimma Juliana, her merch may improve, or increase rather, and you might be able to get t-shirts and all kinds of goodies from Miss Jimma Juliana. So, if you guys want to follow her and keep up with her career, then follow her on social media and you can be in the know when it comes to Gemma Juliana. So we'd like to thank you all for listening to our interview with this wonderful, wonderful wrestler. We really do appreciate her coming on our show and we can't say it enough because we are a smaller podcast and having someone who was willing to talk to us about the business and just about her experience alone was very, very enlightening. And I can't wait till we talk to her again and we get to kind of pick her brain a little bit more and really get into how the business works you know a little bit more so if you guys want to hear all of that and so much more with our regular funny crazy commentary on wrestling then don't forget to continue to follow at down for the count 19 on twitter and of course follow us on instagram at d4tc underscore podcast i'm your girl tiffany e and on behalf of alexis and nicole i'd like to thank you all for listening to down for the count and we'll see you guys next time